It's such a grand mystery. The pageant of life. What unknown corners and crannies remain yet unexplored. And what will be discovered there? The Bigfoot. The Ogopogo. The Skunk Ape. The Riddle of the Pyramid. The Elusive Phantasm. The Wolfenstein. Hi, my name is Spencer Etienne Woodby. Join me, will you? Into the portal to the unbeknownst. Good evening. My name is Dr. Spencer Etienne Woodby. Welcome to the latest installment of Portal to the Unbeknownst. Tonight's topic, one that is sure to send shivers and cold chills up and down your spinal column. The topic? The malevolent, or friendly, possibly, spirit known as the Orb. According to Llewellyn.com, journal, article, 2037, there are several types of orbs to be concerned with. There are ghost orbs, spirit orbs, and the rare oracle orb. Ghost orbs are discarnate energies that retain their emotions, personalities, and intellect. Their life force, or soul, extends beyond death more easily in our dimensional frequency, and they can manifest as a partial or full apparition. Ghost orbs display an inner substance, and very often, in photographs, a nucleus is visible. Who knows what that could be? Spirit orbs are unique electromagnetic orbs that have transformed to lighter, higher frequencies, not feeling the need or desire to continue to manifest in our realm of existence. Spirit orbs are loved ones who have passed over family, friends, and even spirit guides. Spirit orbs manifest in many colors, visible to the human eye, but they can be captured with the camera's eye. Soft, white spirit orbs our younger souls, more evolved souls, appear deeper in color. Red, dark pink, blue, green, amber, indigo, and magenta. Older, more advanced souls appear in rainbow colors. They are amazing to capture in photographs and are representative of a commanding spiritual presence. Spirit orbs are here to help us in our spiritual quest by offering comfort, validation, and even assistance in our time of need. They are very telepathic by nature and welcome communication in this way. Oracle orbs are the seers of the universe and, as such, they are very prophetic by nature. They are highly intelligent and their goal is to impart aspirational knowledge and wisdom. They are in a receptive state waiting to be reincarnated into physical form. Given this information, it is very important to take notice of where they are seen or photographed. They have a very specific reason for being there. They resonate to your own very unique vibrational frequency and have allowed you to see them for an important reason. If you have photographed an oracle orb, you've been given a very special gift. If you look closely enough, you may see facial features, a face, or even an entire bodily form inside the orb. If so, you've captured an oracle orb. You may recognize this discarnate soul as a relative, an ancestor, or someone dear to you has transformed to another dimension. The message is clear. I am returning soon. 
Remember, it is not a coincidence that you were able to photograph them. You were gifted with spiritual knowledge in the form of an orb. Good evening. Welcome to the prestigious panel portion of Portal to the Unbeknownst. Again, my name is uh, Dr. Spencer Woodby. I've been asked to clarify that uh, doctor is actually spelled D-O-K-T-E-R and is not a uh, medical designation or a, a uh, indication of, of any form of higher education. Uh, on my panel today, we have, of course, the genius, Cody Fague. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orb. Orb whom? Orb, you glad that we're together on this podcast tonight, talking orbs? I would, I would very much appreciate uh, taking this topic very seriously from here on out. Thank you. And we also have James Sheaves. Good evening, Spencer. Hi. Uh, you don't have any jokes, do you? I wouldn't consider that to be in my wheelhouse. Good. We're off to a bad start. Orbs, what are they? Cody? There are many schools of thought um, regarding orbs and their origins. Um, there are some who would say that orbs represent the deceased spirit of a human individual who once walked the earth. Perhaps there a are phantom? Perhaps a phantasm. Um, there are those who would say that um, orbs are of more of a celestial origin, so perhaps they are extraterrestrial in nature, or even angelic, or perhaps demonic. As an angel peering through the pinhole from heaven. Or perhaps a demon slithering through the bowels, the, the drainage ducts of, of Hades. Chilling. It is worth considering that perhaps uh, this is uh, the difference between these two is merely a cultural distinction, and in fact, the difference between a, a, an orb demon and an orb angel may be only in our minds. Are you saying there is no distinction between good and evil? Well, many cultures have uh, written many words on this subject, and I, I would uh, I would defer to them as always. Do you believe that murder? is an evil act. Well, Dr. Woodby, uh, I would say that uh, many cultures have many different perspectives and it's important to respect uh, the, the full variety of the human experience. Vile. Cody, would you consider orbs to be a form of ectoplasm or ectomist? I think that orbs are often indicated in situations where um, perhaps with various ghost hunting equipment, you would uh, actually carry a readout of ectoplasm or other ectoplasmic fluids. Um, that being said, uh, they are neither necessarily ectoplasm themselves nor the, the cause of the, of the expulsions. Interesting. Where, where would one buy a, a machine of this type? Well, you know, I actually, uh, if you go to www.ghosthuntinggear.co.uk, you can actually buy my own patented line of ghost hunting equipment. And I make these things myself in my garage, um, and I put a lot of love into them. So, again, that's www.ghosthuntinggear.co.uk. 
James, would you consider using Cody's ghost hunting equipment? Well, I would, uh, Spencer, if I was trying to find a draft in my house of cold air, but uh, I, I wouldn't consider such equipment fit for much other uh, more uh, professional purposes. So you believe that Cody is a charlatan or some sort of huckster? Oh, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. I have great respect for Cody, as has been previously stated. Well, he would have to be, wouldn't he? Uh, I, I prefer to use my own instincts in matters of ghost hunting, and uh, to those who would uh, put their faith in technological apparatus, uh, that's that's their choice to do so. Answer me this. I believe the results are borne out. Do, does Cody's machine work, or doesn't it? Well, I think that there are many cultural perspectives on uh, uh, whether a machine works or not, and you would have to listen to the various uh, what, perspectives. What would the Chinese perspective be? Um, uh, I, w I would argue that, uh, the, that there is great um, qi. Uh, Cody, do you have any defense of your dubious devices? You know, uh, first of all, let me just say, you know, from the top, I respect you both immensely as uh, paranormal investigators. You know, I've been here in the community for a long time. You know, uh, my reputation speaks for itself. You know, um, Orblover72 says the spectrometer um, is one of the most effective ghost hunting uh, apparatus I've ever purchased. Um, uh, Wraith Searcher 99 actually says that uh, my... Um, ectoplasm collector is airtight um, and doesn't spill a drop. So, you know, you can say what you want, but but uh, those testimonials speak for themselves. Mr. Sheaves, is apparatus truly the plural of apparatus? Uh, well, you would have to ask an ancient Roman. Indeed. I'll shift focus for a few moments, if you will. I have an interesting question for both of you, and I'd be interested to get your takes Recently, President Trump, on a trip to Saudi Arabia, was photographed embracing an orb with President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi of Egypt and King Salman of Saudi Arabia. Did this mysterious meeting represent a pact with the orbs? And will they be employed to nefarious ends? I would say that this is uh, definitely uh, one of the many indications that we have of the occult conspiracy that uh, currently dominates world affairs, and I wish that people would open their eyes and, and just take a closer look at what's plainly in front of them. You know, any time you have a, a mixing of, of world politics and the supernatural, um, you're always bound to find that there are no accidents. Um, the elite, the super powerful of the world are consorting with darker, more powerful energies than even they, and they will use anything, be it of this waking world or be it of the realm beyond, uh, to achieve their goals. James, do you believe Mohammed bin Salman summoned the power of the orbs to murder Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi? I think that the evidence has conclusively shown this, and uh, I, I would uh, 
caution listeners that the the power that orbs possess is a power that mankind is not ready to wield and that we are truly treading on dangerous territory in these days. Chilling. Indeed, blood-curdling. Cody, do you believe orbs to be uh, some manner of wraith? So when we are classifying these uh, spiritual entities, we have to take uh, several categories into account. And we do this by categorically going down a list and deciding whether or not uh, these apparitions uh, display certain characteristics. So for example, with a, with a wraith, you might expect to see um, haggard robes and a curled beckoning claw, skeletal claw pointing at you. Um, and with, with the orbs, we see something quite different. We see a round form, often semi-transparent, often white, but they come in different colors. So what I would say is perhaps we are dealing with a um, something that the wraiths are using, um, perhaps as a ball in some sort of ghostly sport or activity. Or um, we may also find that uh, orbs are a kind of Christmas decoration for these wraiths, for these undead creatures. In such enterprises, I'd also point out that it's uh, often easier to, to say what uh, an entity is not rather than what it is. And I would say, for instance, that uh, in the case of orbs, I don't think anyone is, is saying that an orb would be classified as a type of ghoul. I think that would be laughable nonsense, uh, and I think we can all agree on that. Orbs are wraiths, but not ghouls. I would say that they're wraith-adjacent. Would, would you consider an orb to be a shade? Uh, perhaps under the right circumstances. What about a poltergeist? Now, see, the thing about poltergeists is that they... Uh, uh, excuse they... I, beg, I beg your pardon. Polterguy. So, polter, polterguy. A poltergeist is a category that overlaps with uh, the, the wraith and spectre territory, but it, uh, it doesn't intersect with much else. Like a Venn diagram made of orbs? Yes. And, and when you're dealing with non-material entities, uh, a Venn diagram type overlapping is often what you're, what you're dealing with. Cody, would you say that a orb is a visitant? Uh, without question, without hesitation. Um, I would absolutely classify orbs as visitants. Primarily due to the fact that they are clearly projecting their energy into our space from some realm, some corner of some dimension that we are unable to access and we are unable to understand. But they are able to come here, um, float around our, our kitchens and uh, our backyards, and they are able to just check everything out and just see what's going on. And, and that sounds like a, a wonderful visit to me, and I hope it sounds the same for you. Very comforting. Mr. Sheaves, would you consider a, an orb to be a spook? Uh, well, they certainly spook me. They, they actually fill me with a, a, a tingle of wonder. Mr. Sheaves, President George H.W. Bush famously gave an inauguration speech including the cryptic line, 1,000 points of light. To this day, it's not clear what he meant. Nobody truly understands the meaning of this combination of words. Do you believe that, potentially, George H.W. Bush 
was in league with the orbs, and, in fact, that these thousand points of light were themselves indeed truly orbs? I might note, also, George H.W. Bush was very close with the Saudis. Well, Spencer, it's well documented that uh, uh, the Bush family has has been uh, heavily intertwined with the occult, and um, uh, their their links, in particular, to the Skull and Bone Society, is is renowned amongst those who study such matters. Uh, I would argue that it is inescapable that there is an orb connection in all of this, and that the thousand points of light, in fact, refer to uh, individual orbs that the the senior Bush pledged allegiance to. Horrifying. There's no other word for it, but blood-curdlingly horrifying. Cody, do you believe that George H.W. Bush was able to muster the orbs to help get his less intelligent son elected to be president of the United States of America? You know, um, I I believe that... uh, the, the Bush family has been using orbs uh, dating back to um, H.W.'s father's time um, involvement with the CIA. Prescott um, Bush. Yes, correct. Pre- uh, Prescott was um, basically him and the orbs were so far in league that he could be standing in a field with hundreds of orbs and it would be hard to point him out. Um, and, and this is really a dire situation because it shows how deeply rooted these corruptions are um, in our government and how difficult it will be to route them out because orbs are made of otherworldly spiritual matter, right? So you are, you are not going to be able to take one of these down with a conventional handgun or a katana sword. Um, so really we're in a situation now where our world's government is being steered by these orbs and by by representatives of these orbs here within our own plane. Fascinating. Terrifying. Gentlemen, I have one final inquiry. Speaking on the subject of the child's reverie, the snowman. It is a creature comprised of three orbs of snow. Do you believe the snowman are representative of the orb community? So I would uh, argue that there is a long tradition of uh, uh, Western culture borrowing from previous pagan uh, understandings of the world. And I I think that much as with St. Nicholas, uh, that the snowman is an example of an appropriated concept from an earlier age. Uh, And uh, personally, I wouldn't let my children build snowmen because I I have too much reverence for the, the power of the orb. Cody... Do you have feelings about whether snowmen are, in fact, orbmen? Um, so this is uh, one of the areas of study where James and I um, are in complete agreement. Um, not only have I banned uh, all three of my sons from building snowmen uh, during wintertime, um, I have gone one step further, and what I will actually have them do is shovel all of the snow out of the the lawn and into the street and into our neighbor's lawn so that they don't even get the temptation to construct one of these snowmen. Um, To me, it's very clear what these are. These are uh, golems. They are homunculi that are constructed purely to channel the energy of orbs and orb-like beings into our world. And I will not allow them near my family and near my home. 
you wouldn't let your child play with a live electrical cable, so this is no different. Very, very wise and conservative advice. James, let's leave with a personal story. Have you ever encountered an orb? One encounters uh, such things uh, daily, hourly, even minutely, might, uh, it could be said, uh, and it's, it's just that human perception is so limited uh, that uh, often one one feels nothing more than a shiver or a or a tingle uh, to indicate that this has occurred. And so I, I would say that um, every day, in every way, I am surrounded by orbs, and it's it's what a feeling. Is it possible that you are mistaking day-to-day non-orb spheres to be orbs, such as the top of a banister or a balloon? I would say that I I know what I see, and I trust my eyes and my ears, and uh, uh, I I would um, caution those who would impugn the the human intuition uh, that uh, uh, man is is yet to discover a better tool for learning about the world, because as of yet, our senses are all we have. The microscope of the imagination. Cody, have you ever encountered an orb? To this date, I have had 7,429 encounters with orbs. Um, I log all all of the... That's correct. Yes, uh, Dr. Woodsby, that's correct. Uh, I I log all of my orb encounters in a uh, series of three-ring binders, um, which I keep in the garage. And every time I have an encounter, I get the latest binder down. I write down the date, the time. Um, I try to document the size and the color of the orb. Um, if there's a photo, I print the photo out and I file it away in there. Um, and then I, I put that back on the shelf and I'm ready to see my next orb. So uh, to say the least, yes, I've had many encounters with, with orbs and orb activity throughout my career as a researcher and throughout my life as a human. And your life as a man, indeed, and a husband and father. I'll note also, appropriately, the binders are three-ringed and rings are types of orbs. Before we leave for the evening, let's explore the voicemail box. This message is from a Lemonade Larry. Oh, uh, hello? Uh, can you hear me? Hello? Uh, hi, Dr. Woodby. My name is Lemonade Larry, and I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, and, uh, well, first off, I just wanted to thank you for your show. I've just, I've learned so much every single time. Uh, my question is, uh, a lot of times I've experienced these orbs as well uh, when I'm filming, when I'm taking photos, and there seems to be a higher number of the orbs during uh, what photographers often refer to as the magic hour. What I was wondering is, do you suppose this this magic hour is named for the possibility that there could be a greater, deeper connection with the spirit world during this time, and could that be responsible for for why we're seeing a higher frequency of orbs at this time? Larry, thank you for the beautiful question. We have another question from a Rohan Neagle. Another question for you, uh, Dr. Woodby. 
I, um, I'm very curious about how the, uh, the orbs, how they, uh, what colour does, what, what does the colours mean? I'm, sometimes I see white, sometimes I see pink. I've, I've always wondered uh, if that has something to do with its, uh, spirit frequency. Another wonderful question. Thank you, Rohan. Gentlemen, th thank you for this incredibly, spine-tinglingly illuminating this discussion. I feel as though an, a light bulb has gone off over my head, but it is in fact an otherworldly orb circling my head, menacing me. As always, Spencer, it's a pleasure to explore these issues with you. To plumb the tombs of the unknown with pickaxes made of the truth. Gentlemen, thank you again for joining tonight. I very much appreciate the reverie. Until next time, please be cautious as you traverse the portal to the unbeknownst. <laughs>